What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we are doing an episode all about empathy. Also, very sorry for anybody <laughs> tuning in on YouTube um, because I am recording this from my closet. So you can really thank uh, the closet for the serial killer-esque <laughs> lighting in here. But um, because we just moved, my office is so echoey and I just didn't want to do that to you guys if you're tuning in, you know, if you're listening <laughs> I know how yeah. that can be kind of annoying. That is a lighting setting called There Are Bodies in the Basement. Exactly. I'm doing this for <laughs> you guys, okay? I am sacrificing my own airflow and, oh and lighting so the wow. quality is a bit better for you. <laughs> you know, that's what we prioritize. We prioritize your guys' ears. Your eyes come second, you know? We, <laughs> we try to throw a little makeup on so that YouTube is acceptable, but mostly you get your guys' ears. Yeah. <laughs> And speaking of um, Patreon, let's give a shout out to our Type A Plus patrons, uh, Abby, Archangel, Chris, Brandon, Jonathan, Perry, Linda, and Milton. You guys are like the top of the top, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so freaking much. Everybody yeah. on Patreon makes this show possible. You guys help us run the show, literally. Yeah. And those are the top tier creme de la creme helping us the most. <laughs> we just, we, we appreciate it so much. Thank you. I hope you feel us giving you a big warm hug through, uh, through the, the headphones. Yeah. From your <laughs> regular closet. Um, we've got a couple announcements before we get into the main episode. Uh, still on tour, been 
hoping that it's just been great so far. We're recording so far in advance lately that um, it's actually, it's August as we're recording, but this comes out September 20th. So this weekend, ooh, I'm so excited. I'm at Moon Tower Comedy Festival for the first time in Austin, Texas, 22nd through the 25th, baby. And then DC, we're doing it. I know this, this weekend has been rescheduled like two different times, but DC Comedy Loft next weekend, September 30th through October 2nd. Uh, October 13th through 16th, San Francisco at Punchline. October 29th through 30th, West Palm Beach Improv. November 4th through 6th, Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, and Dr. Grins. November 16th through 17th, Naples, Florida. November 26th through 28th, Sacramento, Punchline there. And then more dates being added all the time. Um, By the time this comes out, I'm sure there will be even more. So KelseyCook.com for your tickets and go to ttomcomedy.com to get Taylor's tour tickets. She's in theaters. She's kicking ass. Go get some tickets and uh, see us on the road. Yeah. Get some tickets, bring some friends, have some drinks, have some yes. laughs. It's going to be a great meet up time. With other uh, self-helpless listeners. Meet up with yes. other Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Oh yeah. It's so nice when they go to shows together That's and my everything. Favorite. What a nice feeling. It's pretty cool. It's like it's having family cool. on the road with you when they come up it after is. a show. The, yeah. If like when the host asks me what credits um, they want me to say as they introduce me, I always say uh, one of the hosts of Self Helpless Podcast because then when the host goes out and says that, there's usually some woos at that like particular – and then that lets me know that you guys are in the crowd. Oh, just, that's so good. Oh, it, that's it so really smart. Does, yeah, it does feel like there's like – uh, part of your family out in the crowd. It's it's oh, a nice feeling. Yeah, that's so nice. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, season three of Eficionado podcast is about to begin. So thanks to everybody who voted on the episodes and submitted and all that. We're going to f- announce the official lineup on the first episode of season three. Um, and then there is a little worksheet, what I like to call the side piece that goes along with each episode of the podcast. Um, and I have been qu- getting questions when you sign up to receive those sheets, you do get access to the entire aficionado resource resource vault at once. So yes. not only for that specific episode, but you get the whole shebang. Um, so yeah. Efficient out of the podcast. If you are a service provider who is looking for an alternative approach to entrepreneurship, and everything else is on my website, delaneyfisher.com, for business simplicity coaching information. Awesome. And speaking of Taylor, guess who is going to be coming back on the pod for a few episodes coming up, guys? Yes. Taylor's going to come back and do some special episodes with us. So, yes, just, you know, keep your eyes open for the news feed every Monday. You know, we've Always, always giving you a new episode every Monday. And we've got some fun topics to um, talk about with Taylor when she's back on for a few episodes. So, and this is a big celebration for our four year anniversary. I know we celebrated this in June, technically a little Mm -hmm. bit, but um, we, we heard, we heard all the submissions of who do you want as a special guest on the show for our four year anniversary. And they're like, bring Taylor back for an episode. So that's what we are doing. Yes. So we're very excited. Um, We have a quotable. Del, would you like to read the quotable? Yes. uh, The quotable is, healing happens at the speed of healing. You can't rush it or schedule the end. You can only do your best to facilitate healing and get there when you get there. Such a good reminder. This was submitted by Sean Middleton, one of our wonderful helpsters over at Patreon. Um, he and, wrote this himself. Oh, wait, he wrote this himself. Oh, my gosh. I was like, who wrote this quote? Oh, my gosh, Sean. Excellent job. Whoa. Excellent mic drop. Job. 
I love that. My gosh, I feel like everybody needs to hear this quotable at some point in their in their life. Yeah, that first sentence is such a good nugget that's going to stick with me. Healing happens at the speed of healing. It's its own fucking genre. It's yeah. its own thing. My favorite part of it is you can't schedule the end. I mean, yeah. how often have you been in a, a time of grieving or, or healing and been like, ugh, isn't it done yet? And it's like, there's no exact time frame, right? Like, right. it's different for everybody in every situation. And I just love that. Oh my gosh. What a good idea to submit your own quote. Like if you go to Patreon, we obviously ask for your quotables that get on the show. Write your own fucking quote. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am it. into it. Thank so you, good. Sean. Thanks, Sean. And, you know, like we mentioned before, if you want to submit quotables to us, patreon.com slash self-helpless. Get we in there. We love a good quotable. We, we really love do. a good quotable. Um, so today we're talking about empathy. It's something we discuss often and uh, you guys wanted some more of it. So this is the definition of empathy from psychology today because we're going to be trying to understand it. We're going to be talking about empathy versus sympathy versus compassion ways to be more empathetic, all that good stuff. So the definition from psychology today is the ability to understand, recognize, and share the feelings of another. Mm. So we talk, you know, I've talked about people being empaths, people who can really, really feel the feelings of another person. Um, And then looking at empathy versus sympathy versus compassion. This is also from psychology today. So they're often, those words are used interchangeably a lot of the time, but they are not technically the same. Sympathy is a feeling of concern for someone else and a desire that they become happier or better off. Empathy involves sharing the other person's emotions. And then compassion is an empathetic understanding of a person's feelings accompanied by altruism or a desire to act on that person's behalf. Mm. Interesting. I don't, I think, I I mean, I knew that sympathy and empathy are different, but empathy and compassion, I've definitely lumped in together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's, it's interesting. I'm curious to know, and maybe it'll get into this on, on the episode, but if being empathetic is ever um, a detriment, you know, to where you're just absorbing so many feelings and emotions all the time that it can be really hard to sift through like, what are yours and what are somebody else's and like not feel drained right. all the time. Cause I know we're going to talk about, you know, a lot of the positives and stuff as well, but um, right. yes. And there are three types of empathy, which I did not realize. So renowned psychologist, Daniel Goleman and Paul Ekman have identified three components of empathy. First one is cognitive, simply knowing how the other person feels and what they might be thinking, sometimes called perspective taking. Imagine yourself in someone's shoes, maybe someone who is struggling with debt and paying for their meal, that kind of thing. Yeah, this is something where I feel like if you can like read the room, this this kind of makes sense for this one, don't yeah. you think, Kels? Yeah, totally. It's like you've been in a group of people and you can just tell like, oh, that person felt jealous about what that other person just said and you can see it or feel it on their face. Mm -hmm. Um, The second type of 
Empathy is emotional. When you feel physically along with the other person as though their emotions were contagious. So successfully understanding what your friend is feeling and putting yourself in a similar emotional space. This type of empathy can also extend to physical sensations, which is why we cringe when someone else stubs their toe. Oh, that's a good analogy. Yes. Yeah. In this case, you would look inwards to identify a situation where you were similarly anxious about the future. The situation itself um, need not be identical as each individual is different. What's important is that the emotions resulting from the situation are the same. Oh, yes. I feel like you are, um, you're, you're the person I think of honestly in my life when I think of emotional empathy, mm. because think about how often, uh, whether it's on this show or just in our real lives talking to one another, if I'm going through a hard time, you will like tear up. Yes. Like my friend that is like, I'm sorry, I'm crying too. <laughs> like, so yeah. like you feel it so hard that it also can like make you feel those feelings. Yes. I would say this, I definitely resonate. I mean, I feel like the perspective one too, but I definitely resonate a lot with this where I just can't help it. It's like somebody yeah. tells me something and I am immediately not, I can't obviously put myself in that exact place, but I think also just hearing the emotion and in, in somebody's yeah voice too really, really gets me. Um, and then the third one, compassionate yeah. with this kind of empathy, we not only understand a person's predicament and feel with them, but are spontaneously moved to help if needed. Um, it is the balance between cognitive and emotional empathy that enables us to act without being overcome with feeling or jumping straight into a problem solving process. Okay. Okay. So that one is like, you kind of feel called to action. Yeah. Okay. So we have the, like the perspective, like reading the room, ex feeling like you're experiencing the, mo the emotions with the person and kind of being called to, to do something. Sure. Yeah. So interesting. And I'm, I'm assuming you can experience all three. Yeah. I think so. It resonates. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Um, are there any particular examples that you feel from your life of you feeling these sort of ways or, or acting on them. Yeah. So honestly, like, I mean, like you said, Kels, like I, I really have a hard time sometimes separating from what somebody else is going through. And mm -hmm. so, you know, Cam and I will be like in a room with somebody sharing a story and he will look like he's very unaffected by the story. And I'm like, uh, you know, on the verge of tears, you know what I mean? 
right. <laughs> or like talking right. to somebody. I'm like, I don't, and not, not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I really, it will affect the rest of my evening or my day. Right. Um, and sometimes I've even felt like physically ill after like, you know, being around somebody who's going through a hard time, whatever it is, because I just, my body f- is feeling whatever, you know, kind of emotion they might be feeling or some kind of it. Um, right. So yeah, it's a, a, a big reason why I only watch comedies. Like I really, I don't watch scary movies. I don't watch really sad shit. I just can't. <laughs> I just, yeah, you it will it. affect my day or my week where, you know, Cam can watch anything and be like, okay, cool. You want to go out to dinner and do this thing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, any specific examples with you, Kels, with all these types? Yeah. Um, things with animals get me really hard in a way that it's like, I cannot be exposed to it. Um, if I start to see a video clip online or anything like that, I have to get out of it immediately because anytime I've accidentally seen something, it, I am done for the day Mm -hmm. and it often affects me even longer than that. But, Ooh, I just, I, I just can't, I can't handle it. I know I've shared a story on here before about, um, seeing a pet store in New York, um, and the, the puppies in the window, just like they looked sick and I walked in and there were kittens in cages and the guy behind the counter just, he just felt so evil to me and just got such a bad vibe from him. I hated the way he was handling the animals themselves. And I like, I just, I was in tears on the subway. I went to the police precinct. I like made all these phone calls and I kept going until they were like taking action. They went mm-hmm. and they did like an undercover, I think like walkthrough or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it got, to, it got to a point where I was like, I mean, this is going to take over my life if I don't try to pull back a little bit and tell myself like you did everything you could um, you have to continue to do your job and like do these other things, but it really does take over for me if I'm exposed to seeing animals treated in a way that they shouldn't be. It's that that's like a really, really hard one for me. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. Actually, a lot of, um, when I've met like other vegans and stuff, people are really surprised that I haven't watched things like earthlings or dominion Mm -hmm. or anything else along the lines where you're seeing behind the scenes of animal yeah. agricultural and and fur trade and everything like that. And I'm like, you know, I heard enough about it and I read, I did some of the other stuff that felt a little bit lighter. Like I watched game changers and you know, those yeah. types of things and that did it for me. And I, I don't want to subject myself to that because it's yeah. really just going to make me feel helpless. Like I already did the thing that, you know, this is encouraging people to do. I don't need to traumatize myself more. Um, sure. And, you're doing the thing. You don't yeah. need any, yeah, you don't need any more. Dude, and I was like, I mean, for about a year um, after going vegan, I was really struggling. I was really struggling. Like, I had trouble sleeping. Um, I mean, with Cam, like, he's not he's not vegan, and I am. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we have the same type of stuff. We have different things in the fridge and all that. Yeah. And I had a hard time picking things up at the store that I used to for him because oh. I would break down into tears in the fucking grocery aisle. So I had basically oh said, my gosh. like, um, can you, this is not me trying to be stingy with my money or anything like that, but do you mind buying those things for yourself 
and cooking those things for yourself. And I, of course, will get all the options, all the vegan options that you like, no problem. But it, it's physically making me upset. Like it's making me ill. Um, and he was fine with it. And now, you know, it's there's been some time that's passed and it still stings a little bit, but I'm able to pick stuff up like that if he really yeah. wants me to. But yeah. I, I really couldn't. I couldn't in the beginning. It was too fresh. And um, although it says it doesn't feel like I I want to be doing those things, it won't. It won't make me cry in the grocery store anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But I totally understand about the the animal aspect for sure. How um how do you do when he's like cooking meat in front of you or eating meat in front of you? Um. I'm fine with it. Like, I mean, I've honestly, you just, it, yeah, I just don't really think about it anymore. Um, yeah. cause now it's been, I'm in a total of what it's been a total of three years I've been doing this, but this, mm-hmm. the time that I actually went vegan, it's been over two years now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it doesn't affect me as much anymore because yeah. you know, you just have like a new normal and you're, I'm around mostly people who are not vegan. So I had to like you know, cope with that. Um, right. But I had a hard time and I, this might be making me sound like a total douche, but I had a really hard time eating at tables where meat was being served. I couldn't mm-hmm. watch any cooking shows. I was having a really hard time because all I was seeing was like the meal and immediately thinking about where it came from, seeing I- images that I've seen. And I could not, I couldn't separate it. Um, yeah. And I don't want to like push that down in myself because it's obviously there for a reason, you know? Right. Um, and it has inspired me to take a lot of action with like, you know, where I put money and stuff like that. But it can be hard to just get through your fucking day when you are feeling that yeah. consistently. Totally. Totally. So it's like, yeah. how do you care? But also. Yeah. Some of the stuff you- on hold. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's how I felt about the pet store thing where it's like, I, uh, I, it's hard for me to feel less or care less. And yet I also have to come to a, a, a point where I'm like, look, you're, you're doing as much as you can do. However, like, unless you want this to be your full-time job as being like an activist for shutting pet stores down and all this stuff, you're probably going to have to at some point go, I did what I could do. And right. find that balance. Find the balance. That yeah. Happy medium. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, I in the when I when in the beginning, I used to feel really embarrassed about caring about yeah. the environment and animals and collective human health and all that. And I would kind of hide it. I don't feel yeah. embarrassed about it anymore. I just don't like really talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I try to avoid it altogether. Yeah, sure. This is from the New York Times. Uh ways to be more empathetic. Uh, We all live in our own bubbles with like-minded individuals around us who have similar standards, beliefs, and education like us. Uh, This results in empathy deficit. Research has shown that empathy makes people better managers and workers and better family members and friends. So you can practice empathy by talking to new people, trying out someone else's life, join forces for a shared cause, stuff like that. Uh, Admit you're biased, know your privilege, learn from those who are different from you. Stand up for others. Silence kills again. Put yourself in their shoes. Amplify other voices. Um, raise empathetic kids. Teach them to fight stereotypes. Tell them about the harsh realities by letting them know um, what they should be grateful for and why. Maybe things they have that others don't. And teach them about bias. 
and have hard conversations. Listen to actually understand other people. Be open to changing your mind. Ask open-ended questions. So um, those might seem real basic, uh, but sometimes it's a good reminder to go, yeah, like maybe on a day-to-day basis, I am surrounded by people that are just kind of mirroring what my own life is, and I'm not getting a full perspective on other shit that's going on. Because sometimes it's like a lot of us, I include myself, you don't necessarily want to look at all of the news and all of the shit that's going to make you want to cry and feel terrible. But that also can keep you in your little bubble and not have you stepping out and thinking, what more can I be doing? So again, I'm saying this as somebody who also avoids things that make me sad. Exactly. That's another thing I don't watch. I don't watch the news. I, I'm not, not to say I don't, I don't stay informed. I stay informed in other ways, but that's something where I'm like, oh, if I want to just feel like absolute fucking shit, I'll watch the news, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so curious. I would I would love to have somebody on to talk about like the relationship between probably like empathy and codependency in a way, where it's like, when is when does it become not, you know, unhealthy or when does it become an issue of like, if you are really experiencing somebody's emotions regularly or something, or you're having a hard time separating or going, going about your day, um, like how to, I don't know, like, um, protect your energy or know when to take breaks or all of that kind of stuff. I know that for me, like I felt, I feel like, um, my empathy, it's, you know, it's a, it's a positive for the most part, you know, but yeah. like it has made some of my day to day a little tough with certain things, but it's also, I feel like impaired my judgment um, <laughs> with yeah. people. Like when I hear somebody's, you know, if somebody's telling about the traumatic experience or their past or something, that's kind of all I see when I look at them and I feel empathy no matter what they're going through, even if the actions or behaviors are toxic or destructive or harmful to themselves, to others, to myself. And I think that would be interesting to get into of like, how do you have the empathy, but also how do you not let it impair your best judgment with- Right. Not give people too many get out of jail free cards. Yeah. Yeah. Like how how to recognize when empathy might be being used as like a manipulation tactic in a way as well. So tough. I find that um, I think that's hard for a lot of people to navigate, whether it's in um, romantic relationships or friendships or family relationships. 
um, let's say romantic relationships, for example, like, like I used to say on my, uh, my album, the joke on my album, everybody's got a bag of shit, right? Mm-hmm. You've got a bag of shit. I got a bag of shit. Everybody's got a bag of shit, but you're always, when you're entering a new relationship, you're like, okay, but how big is this person's bag of shit? Right? Like is the, what kind of things are in here and what's the difference between going, okay, everybody's going to have some faults and nobody's perfect versus like, these are major issues that are causing me harm or making it so like I'm not being treated right. Where, like how much empathy do you give something? Right. Right. And that's hard. That's hard to navigate. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. And, and when do you know if somebody might be trying to evoke empathy because there's some kind of ulterior motive. Like it doesn't take, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to know like what makes me tick, you know, like, you know, you you tell me your story and I want to help and I want to do something. And I, yeah, I've really had to, I've had to really be a lot more mindful about that stuff. Um, Yeah. You and I have talked about um, uh, the idea that, yeah, of course, nobody's perfect and people make mistakes but that a big thing for us is like repeated patterns, repeated mistakes. Because if somebody makes a mistake and you um, have an open discussion with them and tell them, Hey, this isn't okay with me. This is, this is a violation for me of my boundaries or whatever. This hurt me. And then they continue to do that. That's when something can become like, Hey, if I continue to let this happen over and over, maybe I'm using too much empathy here. Right. And now it's becoming uh, negative for me. Yes. Whereas we can't expect people to not make mistakes, but the difference is like, did they make the mistake? You talked about it. And then you're watching them take actual steps toward not doing that again, like actions over words. Right. It's like, when do you practice distant empathy? Where it's like, look, I'm empathetic, but from way over the fucking ear. Wait a minute. I see it. Best of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think in the past, it's um, I've happily trampled all over my boundaries because of the feeling of empathy. And so now I'm like, I have to really catch myself when I'm feeling empathetic because I'm like, wait, listen, you are very susceptible um, to doing crazy, you know, weird shit when you're feeling empathetic. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So absolutely. That would be, a, that'd be a good one to get an expert on to talk about that. For sure. Awesome. Um, well, gosh, I mean, I liked talking about this with you. I feel yeah. like it's something that we'll continue to talk about in uh, future episodes, but yeah. If anybody tuning in right now is like an empathy expert in some way, shape or form, feel free to write into the show. Um, and perhaps we can have you on at some point. Like if this is related to your work or profession or story, that would be fascinating. Definitely. Um, we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from Claire N123. Finally caught up. I found this podcast at the start of quarantine and decided to listen to all of it. Oh, thank you so much. We're at like 227 episodes or something now. It's it's insane. It's um, like four years worth of episodes in a year. Yeah. 
That's a lot of hours. Um, I'm finally caught up and it's wonderful. I'm excited for Taylor to come back intermittently, but I'm so happy she's doing what she needs and that she and Kelsey get to start full-blown tours. Oh, yes. thank you. Uh, and I can't wait for Delaney to end up in her commune. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> you guys are clearly more than crawling in the direction of your dreams with five cookie emojis. Oh. Claire, I'm reaching through and giving you a hug. That is such what a, a sweet review my god oh, i love it it's so nice oh. i just feel so seen when the reviews are like they, mm-hmm. they you can tell they really know you <laughs> yes what a great oh, we have a great community so yeah. you guys thank you if you so want much. us to read yeah thank you claire if you want us to read your review go hop on itunes and say something cool and we will read it on the show uh click the fifth star it it just helps the show so much so um yeah you have a, a segment doll i've got one too um, oh my God, you know what's so funny? I know we just recorded with Dr. Sarkis um, yeah. about adult ADHD, and she was talking about how, like, sometimes you can look back into your ancestral records and, like, see things, but it's so funny. Sure. Um, a cut, one of my cousins recently sent me that one of our ancestors was like left on a boat from somewhere. Like, he, they found a letter, um, and the letter was basically him writing home to his mom, I believe, saying that he was unhappy with his office job and he felt very low spirited and anxious and nervous. And he just had to get the hell out of town and do what he wanted to do. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so fascinating because I feel like there's this drive in me that made me want to be an entrepreneur. And I don't know where it came from. It just felt like this internal innate thing. And it's, it's interesting to look back at my Oh my, my ancestors. Like, oh, somebody else was feeling that shit too. Like they just couldn't yeah. do this job thing. They had to get the fucking hell out of Dodge. <laughs> it's in your blood. It's in my blood. I thought that was really interesting. And I, it's funny because Dr. Sargis just kind of brought that up. And it, yeah. it made me, it reminded me of that letter that I recently saw. Dude, that is weird, right? Wild. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Oh, wow. What about you, Kels? What you got? Um, well, speaking of, you're saying like, you can't watch sad shows and I am, I am the same, but I do, Ooh, it's like a little bit of a self, uh, sabotage thing. Cause I know it's going to make me feel bad afterward, but I do love a good, like murder thriller show, even if it's fictional. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so I, I know I'm behind on this, but I just binged mayor of East town on HBO. Yes. I saw that. Did you watch it? Okay. Yes. God. So good. Yeah, Holy really good. shit. The layers. Oh my God. I like, <laughs> I'm so impressed by people who can write a show like that. Cause I'm just like, man, the yeah. jigsaw puzzle that you guys put together to make this show. Um, it's fantastic. So if, if you're somebody that likes those sort of thriller shows, I know I talked before about how amazing I thought the show, the undoing was, mm-hmm. um, with Nicole Kidman and Hugh. No, why can't I think of yeah, his Hugh name? Grant. Hugh Grant. Thank yeah, you. you um, it. The Outsider, all those shows like that are so good. I've been told I should watch Sharp Objects as well. I haven't seen Sharp Objects, but I know that's kind of oh, the I same s- genre. Yeah, I started Amy that. Adams. Yeah, um, I started it. Don't I don't think I continued. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, if you're looking for just a good binger, Mare yeah. of East Town, Kate Winslet is unbelievable. So good. Yeah. Yes. That's actually, it's interesting because I, I don't mind shows like that that are more focused on the solving a mer- mystery. It's yeah. the, Yeah. It's like the when it's stuff, it's like really gory and really scary, and you're ugh, that's that that freaks yeah. me out. Um, but For yeah, sure. that's a good one. Oh, and I just I watched the jigsaw bit 
that you that you mentioned from Daniel Sloss. Sloss? Yes. yes. I I I, ju- I didn't watch the full special. I just watched the bit about the relationship stuff. Um yeah. and yeah, it was it was a very very good analogy and I can see why it made people think and uh, perhaps led to a lot of um ending of relationships. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah. It's it's a powerful one for sure. Yeah. It was yeah. Good. We hope you guys are doing great and staying safe out there. Um, We love you and we will talk to you next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. Yeah.